Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas. I'm AJ Kearns. I'm your host here each and every week. So I'll take a quick opportunity to say thank you to everyone who's been checking us out. This is episode number six. Sace, we are rocking and rolling, and to keep with our funny, said in quotes, beer puns, we have our first official six-pack. So thank you, however you came to us. We do appreciate it. Whether you're downloading, subscribing, sharing, pirating, whatever it is, keep on doing what you're doing and do us a small favor and tell a friend. It would mean a lot to us. So thank you there. Thank you in advance. Thank you and you and you. On this week's episode, episode number six, we have Tom Lesnar. He is an artist based out of my hometown of Philadelphia. And while he's originally from Columbus, He's been repping Philadelphia for many years now, so really happy to see that. And his work is gracing the cans of Hoofhearted. Say it once more with me, Hoofhearted. Hmm, things that make you go. Hmm. So it was really enjoyable talking to Tom. He is a huge fan of music, as you can see with a lot of his artwork, some of the subtleties and puns that he brings to life with the cans in conjunction with the crew at Hoof. He is actually a musician himself. He has a band that he's playing in now called Fabergé. You can download the tracks off of the Bandcamp site. You can also link to that via our website, 160zcanvas.com. You can also check us out via Instagram, Facebook. And if you're throwing up some pictures, use our hashtag, pound sign, tic-tac-toe, 160zcanvas, and we'll get at you. But it was really great to talk with Tom about his art, how he came to be, hoof, and music. The music part was really great. I really enjoyed that a lot. Jotting down a lot of tracks that I needed to check out. We'll feature some of them as our, our backdrops here, as well as Tom's music later on. So without further ado, I bring to you episode six featuring the one and only Tom Lesnar right here on the 16-ounce canvas the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Enjoy, my friends. Cheers. I just want to you know, thank you. Uh, we have with us uh, Tom Lesnar here, the 16-ounce canvas. He's an artist out of my hometown of Philadelphia. He does artwork for Hoofhearted Brewing Company. If you haven't had a chance to check them out, make sure you, you look at the links. We'll have it all posted up on the site. And uh, yeah, thanks for making the time today, Tom. Nice to hear from you. Thanks for reaching out. Excellent. Like I said, you're from you're from Philly, and that's where um, that's where I, yeah. I don't know where you work, right? I'm from. I'll always say I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I lived around all over, um, but uh, I've been in Philly since 1999. So I guess I'm from Philly now. Okay. Yeah. So I, long, I, I, you know. I do the reverse. I say I'm from Philly, but I've been in yeah. Connecticut since about about the same time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People say, "Oh, where are you from?" I'm um, like, well, I'm from Philly, but I live in Connecticut more than half uh, my life. You can't kind of get away. Oh yeah, no, I do the same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess I should say I'm from Philly by now because I've lived here longer than anywhere else I've ever lived. But I sort of feel like wherever you went to, like wherever you went through puberty, is kind of where you're from. Right. Yeah. I guess that's maybe a good I'm call. Still going through puberty. I'm not sure. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Reliving that dream. What part of Philly are you in? Um, in South Philly, just uh, right. Right by, like, the cheesesteak places, the, the two main ones, uh, Pat's and Jeanette. Okay. okay. So, um, got a little row home here. It's quite nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a Philly. It's a Philly way to say it. Yeah, the, the yeah the row home. Everyone's like, "What's that?" And mm-hmm. like, oh, the house yeah. is next to each other. Next to each other. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I grew up yeah. in the I grew up in the Northeast, and okay. uh, my yeah my dad in Port Richmond, which is kind of close to you, and yeah my my siblings yeah, sure. are in uh in Roxborough, so like okay or, or Maniunk. All Philly areas have like yeah, a cool, sure. cooler way of saying where they are. They have like a, like a sub name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I had a studio so, forever in uh in uh Port Richmond. So oh, nice. I know the area well. Yeah. It's a good spot. So mm-hmm. yeah, so if you you know go to Tom's website, uh TomLesner.com, that's Tom with an H and two S's. You can check out I mean your your portfolio is pretty robust. It's not just you know, to to limit it to talking about hoof would be kind of uh, unfair. You know how? Mm. You know, how would you describe your background? You know, as an artist. I mean, where did you get started? And yeah, um, I think I just always made stuff growing up, mostly music. Uh, but it was always drawing, and I never really learned. I just learned from friends, and um, I didn't go to school or anything. But uh, I was always making stuff, and uh, I think in like the right after high school in the '90s, I went. San Francisco for a little while and like just started seeing people making things artwork and I got uh excited about it and just started drawing stuff I never really had a focus but um then I went back to Columbus Ohio met more people and started seeing (coughs) more stuff I liked like skateboard skateboard aesthetics um things like that that I grew up with handmade stuff and moved to Philadelphia because there was a a cool scene of that kind of things, like do-it-yourself stuff. Um, an artist I really liked, so I came to Philly in 99 and just sort of figured out what I really liked and started making it. And uh, so, yeah, I came to, like, a studio called Space 1026 uh, that's still here, and it's just a great, like, art collective type of just workspace um, that I got a studio at for years. And it really taught me a lot. It was kind of like my art school where I learned to screen print and just was around great people that inspired me. And like, um, yeah, just started making stuff. And it was just really, um, it, it, it just fell into place. Like I just think Philadelphia is a great place where it's, there's jobs and there's a lot of good people around. Um, especially like where I, when, when I was coming up in the early like 2000s or something, I think there was a good scene for me to, for what I was doing. And it just led me to lots of connections or whatever, because I'm not, not super eager or throwing myself at people, but I think what I was making drawings of people like pretty easy, it was pretty palatable and like marketable or stuff. So it kind of worked to my advantage of getting lots of different like clients from all over. So that helped. Right. So yeah. All right, you know that's that's pretty that's pretty great. So it's an area in Philly yeah. where other kind of artists just kind of learn and help each other out. It's kind of that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a good time coming up. Like I didn't, I had no idea. I'd never really had an art show or anything, and I just I saw a gallery that that a friend of mine had a show at, and I was like blown away. And I just kind of went in there and was like, hey, this is what I do, which is like a photo album. And the lady liked it, and she like helped me out for like many years, and. um and then I just had other friends sort of show me the way. So it, it didn't seem like it was really, it it really just worked out. It was like the right place, the right time type of thing, doing the right thing. Um, uh, yeah, so it, 
it's I don't know. It's been good to me. Yeah, and I think that you said before with with music, a lot of it is mm-hmm. a lot of your stuff has you know music you know icons and just you know riffs off of song lyrics or you know that yeah. type of the culture and it's yeah it, it, it really I can see how it really resonates with people because it's unique it's okay I know who that is and then you kind of take it to a different spot and you know play off it yeah thanks yeah I definitely I would uh in my perfect world I would be like ripping a stage playing like high guitar solos and band over making drawings but uh, I think I'm more inspired by music but I'm probably better at making artwork. Um, I mean, I love I love drawing and stuff, but um, I think I get more inspired from music. So it's kind of neat to like mix the two together, you know. Uh, so that's that's probably what hopefully comes out somehow. I'm just this dude that really likes music. Wish you... he was doing it, you know. Right? Do you play at all? Yeah, I still play in lots of bands. Um, just uh, little things. I'm in a band now called Fabre JJ that is uh just a fun pop band that uh is going really slow but it's it's really fun just like really fun people making like pop rock songs and uh yeah um uh i don't know what there is to say about that but it's a fun thing yeah no i I think that you're the king of uh puns you're very yeah very uh yeah (laughs) I think you're you're a wordsmith as well, which I which I enjoy. Uh, well, I, I will I will give myself some credit, but I also will give um, the if we want to get into Huff Hearted yet, I'll give the the main guy from Huff Hearted, Trevor Williams, a lot of credit for that. Like he's um, he's a part of a lot of the the titles or the sort of concepts, and then I okay. sort of like bring them to life. So yeah, but yeah, yeah, because I th- for a while I was just like, oh, Huff Hearted. And it was like, oh, they're yeah. very, people were like, Did you, what? Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah. hoof-hearted. Yeah, they're yeah. from Ohio. And it was like, yeah. I, I was like, I don't, it took a while. Like, then some people I say it to, and they get on the first, like, take, and they're like, they just start sure. rolling. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm just a little, I'm a little slow to the, slow to the, slow to the party. Nice. It's, it's more impactful, I think, when it gets slow, you know? Because you're like, oh, damn. That hit me or whatever. Yeah. You know? Well, right. Then it's like That's I have to cool. go back and I'm like, what did I miss with this can? Or what's what's going on here? You know, it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was kind of fun. It was the exploratory nice. part of it. Great. Yeah. Cool. And I think it, that's what's been really great talking to folks. A lot of folks, you know, have that, that love for music, whether it's making show posters or being in a band and trying to promote, mm-hmm. them, promote themselves. And when you're up and coming, anything, you know, it's kind of as many things as you can do yourself. It, you know, it, it yeah. goes a long way. So some of it's by design, and other by necessity. So it's been that's been really mm-hmm. interesting to learn about. I think what I'm seeing is I like to collaborate in a sense of uh, do what I do with other people. Like I'm not so much of a good collaborator when it's like out of my element or like okay, I'm a good collaborator in a half-hearted sense where I'm I'm connecting with their brand and sort of branding it and taking their amazing beer and their amazing ideas, adding my ideas, like illustrating it, representing it that way. Right. Um, and, and I think maybe working in the band is kind of like that when you're, you're playing with other folks, like, like working out songs and stuff, it's collaborating. It's kind of your idea. You're kind of melted together. And I'm not, I think I'm, 
I do it, but as far as like I used to have a lot of solo shows and uh, just make my own artwork, and I really like that. But I think the older I get, the more I'm realizing like I really like to like power and numbers type of thing, like um, uh, like make a video for a band, like connect with their song to my artwork or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. Which is it's still like completely my thing, sort of, but it's also like just better because it's somebody else's thing too, you know? So it's it feels, yeah, it feels something about that really is, is working for me. The, the older I get, the more I do this crap. So, yeah. Did you, yeah, did you think when you came to Philly that you'd be, you know, that you, you know, where where you'd be at right now? I mean, if you, like I said before, if you go to Tom's website, your portfolio is, you know, pretty great. And you've done some really unique stuff. And it's not just, you know, there are some, you know, Narragansett, which is a you know no, well-known kind of institutional beer, you've done work with you know, Snickers, you know, Microsoft, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's impressive. So, congrats, congrats on that, man. That's that's really that's kind. Um, yeah, I think all that stuff. I'll make an excuse why it's not that important, or that like, um, yeah, I don't know. You like we probably have all our own little demons of like, uh insecurities or whatever but i'm i'm always like oh, i could have done better or this could have been bigger or this could have you know but it, it is nice to sometimes just realize like oh this is you're in a good place like you've you done some good work kid um so thanks for saying that yeah yeah i mean i think if you look at it it's like the book and you can't i mean the first chapter might not or the beginning of that movie might not be the best part of the movie but you can't have cool, that. Yeah. it's kind of like your character development right that's how you gotta look at it okay yeah yeah right on all right yeah, good. Yeah. So, how would you describe? That's one thing. I mean, I, I recognize what I like and, and not, and, and I find it interesting. But I'm not always the best at describing the aesthetic of, of an artist. So, how would you describe your aesthetic? Hmm. Mm. Um. Well, I guess going back to music based. Um. Uh. <clears throat> in what I find, like, I think. I think what's neat about music is it's just like it's or anything, but I think I just like music so much that it's 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 a fun art form to just really like have such eclectic taste and I think that like I think nobody wants to hear about like how eclectic somebody else's taste is, but it's so personal that like we all care about our own, you know what I mean? Like when somebody's like, oh, I just I like I'm so random like that's the corniest thing to say, but it's also like kind of the magic <laughs> of music that it's that, you know, I mean, there's lots of people that are just like, I just like metal. I just like reggae, whatever. And that's fine too. And that's cool that they're passionate about that. But I think it's like, I think it's awesome that, that there can be such subtleties in music where like you love early Metallica, but you hate early anthrax. And for whatever reason you have is your reason and you're right. And that's cool. And that's like so personal. And most people will be like, it's the same shit or it's so similar or it's like, you got to like them both or like whatever. And there's no rules. And just kind of like, but the same thing said, like you can love Napalm Death and Whitney Houston the same way, you know, the same love for them or whatever. And that's okay. And it's like fun. And that's like, to me, just really exciting. And I think maybe the aesthetic I have bringing that to the art world, like in a sense of like, just, trying to marinate two different flavors or whatever that um i mean we don't need like rap and roll 
like uh, we don't need like a limp biscuit type of thing. I mean, maybe we do. That's fucking cool too. But I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm trying to like connect two different like flavors. That right, don't Ma- taste good. a mashup, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's fine too. But I'm just I do like the idea of the personal, the personal aesthetic of it. Um, like, for an example, we just did this beer. It's called Key Bump that Trevor title. Trevor's the the half the brains of of hearted um he was like let's do a beer called key bump and i'm like a cocaine beer okay neat you know i've never done cocaine but i don't think he has either but that's funny um it doesn't have cocaine in it but you have reasons why that's an amazing name and let's let's go and so the thought process was like okay well I'm immediately going to Better Off Dead, the movie, because it has this really cool drug reference of a snowy mountain and, like, an iconic character, Charles DeMar, and that goes back to, like, our wheelhouse of of being friends forever and watching these cool movies. And then, um, and then like, what, a, what else about cocaine is funny? Um, Miami, Miami, boom. Like, so, so it kind of, like, lends to this, just like weird riff, yeah, riff, mashup. yeah, riffing off of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, riffing that like that's basically like the guy from Better Off Dead, Charles Damar, on a mountain with palm trees and like flamingos and it says key bump. And like I think I'm really, really proud of that in a sense of like this doesn't if if this doesn't make sense to anybody, like if somebody gets it, if somebody connects it, like there's nothing really to get. It's more just like it's a good image and it it was swarmed out of my brain that I sort of marinated on and sketched out a bunch of things and like talked with my friends about and like came up with this and it feels I'm like passionate about it where I'm like, wow, this, this connected this amazing movie. I like, I love Miami. Um, flamingos are cool. Like, uh, key bump is hilarious. Just the idea of calling a beer that like, so I just, I think I'm proud of what, like, when I work in those kind of arenas or whatever ideas, areas, or um, I'm proud of the way it comes together that way of just sort of just something kind of outrageous and kind of just really fun. And so I guess my aesthetic would be just this inviting sort of collage of like things I like, you know, um, that, that, you know, I've had people look at, look at, um, what is it? There's a beer once, I forget which it was, but it was a close friend of mine. I was just like, I don't get it. And I'm like, are you supposed to? You know, do you have to? Does that mean it's better or worse? And like, and I'm sort of like, I think at first I was like defensive about it. And I was just like, well, what? Well, that's okay. Like he wants to get it and you can't get it. You know, like that's, he's not wrong. Like he's allowed to try to get it. And I'm allowed to be like, there's nothing to get. Or like, why don't you get this? This is, you know, it's so clear to me. But, you know, I think it's, at the end of the day, I think if I'm happy with it going out, any artwork, you know, I'm, I did my job. You know, like if I can, if I can, uh, if I can send it out and be like, "Cool, I'm proud of this." Um, it's not about like if somebody gets it or not. <clears throat> and then there's things I do that I'm just like, "This is shit. This is terrible. I didn't like this." And people might be really excited about it, and I'll just be like, you know, having my own issues. <laughs> Like you're right. wrong. It's you're like, art. no, you're yeah. Like, you're like, no, you can't like that. Yeah. No, it's not good. Yeah. Which that's not fair either, but because I, I think know. I've done that to people where I'm like, this is what you hate about yourself and I love it. And, and that makes them feel worse. So I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like the track. Um, of yeah, the al- yeah. Yeah. So the track of the album, you're like, 
I'm like, oh, we really want to put that out. The the label made us do that one, and oh, that's mm-hmm. my favorite cut. Oh, oh okay, cool. Oh, that, the Seat Trick song, The Flame. You know, the Seat Trick <laughs> song is kind of a shit, like, 80s ballad. Um, yeah. They're supposedly on record for, like, really, really hating that song, getting forced to do it, and then that became their only number one hit. Like, that's a brilliant song. I love that song. And, you know, I'm sure that... I don't I guess sometimes it just goes to show, like, you, you know, if they sang that with completely no passion and they were disgruntled about it, like whatever happened, it totally worked because it's a it's a ripping song, and I want to slow dance to it. And good job, cheap trick. Maybe this doesn't represent you, but I love it. So I'm right, you know. <laughs> like, um, so I, I think it's 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 funny how things work. Yeah, I think that yeah, the common thing is like the, once the artist kind of releases the art. Who, did they they really like, it's kind of hard for them to control how it's going to make people feel or act sure yeah yeah and it's yeah i mean i think i've done so many things that i'm like really proud of or just feel complete about and nobody's nobody's worried nobody's cared about it at all and i'm sort of like well you know like i can't i can't stop or i can't get that disgruntled or either they're right it's not good or just like they don't you know that's not whatever happened, happened, you know, just like, let it just keep moving, you know? Um, so it's, I guess, yeah, I try not to get stuck in anything too much. Just keep, luckily Hope Hearted has like so many beers coming out all the time that I don't have time to worry about that shit, you know, because there's always yeah. the next one. Yeah. And that sounds like a very mature place. You probably taken a while to, to come to, right? You probably worked on some things for, days or nights or weeks and then it's like no no this one and like they see a sketch and yeah it's kind of hard yeah sure that's what yeah Um, that's that's one of the things about art which i always find amazing whether however you uh quantify or qualify art you know music or whatever it's just yet you have this project that people don't see how long you worked on you know whatever that time is and some you know sometimes Mm -hmm. you know like some of the best songs they'll say oh we just we record that in the studio that day and just kind of came to life but Sure. And it's all this time leading up to it, and then you have to make yourself completely vulnerable to to whoever it is to to look at that, and then and you know and take it however however that goes. It's kind of you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, our our Zen moment right there, Tom. Yeah, get it, get it. <laughs> yeah. So you're like legit, like mechanics of your work. Are you do you mm-hmm. draw you know analog? Are you draw it on paper and then transferring it, or are you a are you a computer guy how, how do you go about it um that's a sensitive question because i think at this day and age i'm an illustrator as you would call it i think i grew up skateboarding playing rock and roll music and then i went to painting and i did big like painting things on wood and then i started like getting into like the carpentry and whatever that is like just saws and vans and heavy stuff and having big studios of shit and then lately I sit in a room and draw on a table and then I, I put it in the computer and color it with the computer, which I always felt like was, you know, just like, come on, man, get your hands dirty. Like to have some, but, but I'm also seeing like, no, this makes me happy. This is cool. This is, I get to listen to records. I get to, you know, this is, this is just enjoyable and I don't have to like load a van right now, you know? So, yeah, this day and age, I've been pretty much, I <clears throat> I moved out of my big studio and have a room in my house where it's just a drawing table and a bunch of records and a computer and a scanner. And um, I usually work from there. So it's 
I'll um I'll I'll just do a bunch of drawings and then usually sometimes I'll lay everything out and just do it one drawing. Sometimes I'll color it like with with paint or whatever. Um but usually just draw a bunch of stuff and then sort of lay it out on the computer computer. Um and I'm still getting used to the thing about a sixteen ounce can is a real bummer in that it's like uh it's almost like I think they say it's like a book. It's like you have a front cover and then two back covers on the sides or whatever, the way it's sort of there's about three three faces you can get from a circular can. Um, which I still it's it's tough. Like, you know, it's the the surface of it. Like where I'll lay it out and everything looks great, then I'll put it in the can and it doesn't look as good because you can't see it all from one angle or whatever. Um which whatever. That's that's like a dumb thing to complain about, but it is like it's not as I think I'm I've done so many like screen print posters and things like that or just like a skateboard graphic or something that's just flat or painting, you know, for my whole yeah. life that now I'm like, oh wait, this has to wrap around and like how do you, you best make use of that? Like sometimes sometimes it's best just to have a simple image right in the middle and that's it. Um like sometimes cans look really good that wrap around and sort of tell a story that like, so yeah, I'm still like, <clears throat> I guess I'm still figuring that out. Like how that, how it really fits best. And it's, it's like image by image, I guess, like can for can what works best, but, um, but it's fun. It's kind of a cool challenge of like, all right, what, how do you, how, how does this look best? You know? Yeah. I think especially with, the social media explosion of the, of the, of the beer photo. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's, it's good. I think folks have, you know, usually need a couple, you know, at least two of them when it's that situation. So you can try to, you know, sure. almost like the mad magazine, right. Where you had like folded together to get the cool picture on the back. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So that's kind of, that's Which kind of the work. The cool thing where it's like, you're not going to get that in social media. You're not going to get like, you kind of have to hold it and just like be like, Oh, this is rad. Um, and you have to actually like, have it in real life, which is kind of neat. You know, like you're not going to get the same, you're not going to get the idea just from a picture. And I think like there's something cool in that. And I think once we started making the cans, I was like, this is really cool. Like it's, it's neat to just, it's just like to have the product, you know, to have something you can hold that's like real, that's passed around that you in Connecticut can somehow get. And sometimes <laughs> like, or whatever, you know, that's, that that makes me happy. That's cool, you know, just like seeing it around. Yeah, I hope they're and I hope they're sending, I hope like, they're sending some down your way. Hope you get a you know box. Yeah, in well, I go up there. I I go there once in a while and come back with a lot. So nice. Let's see. Yeah. We are at the halfway mark here. You're listening to episode six of the 16 ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast, featuring Tom Lesnar. Tom is the man, I'd say behind the cans, and more on in front of the cans, doing the artwork for Hoofhearted, brewery based out of Columbus, Ohio. That's Columbus, Georgia, not Columbus, Ohio, for all you Tommy Boy fans out there. I really enjoyed talking to Tom, really enjoyed learning about how he does his thing. He's a huge fan of music, which I loved. This next segment, I would bring out a pen, jot down some of your tracks. You must add to that next playlist. Find some good old Yacht Rock on the Spotify. 
And as we're listening to in the background, you're listening to Tom's band, Faber-Gégé. You can stream their music off of our website or find him on Bandcamp. And remember to also check out Tom on his website, TomLesner.com. That's T-H-O-M-L-E-S-S-N-E-R.com. You can also find him on Instagram. It's a fun follow and really helps you learn about the artist. While obviously art is visual, I think to see Tom's website, his Instagram, it is the kind of visual representation of the fun and the way he goes about things, his perception and interpretations. It just He's a fun guy, works hard, appreciates good music, and really just kind of brings it all to life. So really just excited to have Tom be part of the episode. I think he's a great artist, and I think that uh, the second half is just uh, really interesting to, to see how he came to team up with the guys from Hoof and form that, that bond that's lasted a pretty long time. So here we go. Part two, Tom Lesnar, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Now, now how did um, you how did you come to meet the, the guys at, at Hoof? Um... I met Trevor in second grade. I went nice. to like a new school and he was like the guy that like the teacher was like, Hey Trevor, show Tom like what a desk is. And I vividly remember him like, well, this is our desk and we got this in here. I don't know if he remembers that, but so we were like best buds pretty much always like, um, since then. And then he, he, I moved to North Carolina in seventh grade and, uh, Jared, the other partner of hearted, it's Trevor, Jared, and Jared's brother. Um, this guy Braden, some other dudes, but they're the key key players. Um, but uh, Jared's brother Ryan. Um, but Jared Jared moved in in seventh grade, the year I moved. So he kind of took my place. Like Trevor needed a new like top dog. Jared moved in. Jared became his guy, and then I kind of came back to Columbus after North Carolina. Mm, for the end of high school and then like we all lived together after high school so then i became really tight with jared he's a great dude and um and then i moved to philadelphia like they were going to college and i was like well i'm not doing shit like what what am i doing you know like um i was working at pizza places and playing music and stuff going nowhere um well no i was learning how to make art it was it was a good time but it was it was time to move and i decided philadelphia just because i was had some connections here or whatever and they reached out to me like five years ago. Um, I mean, we were really still, we were always close, like in contact, but they, Jared gave me this call that he was like, Hey, we're starting a brewery. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. You know, like, um, he's like, no, this, this shit is like actually really easy to do. Like we're good at it. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I believe you, you know, like you're good at Jared's always been really good at everything. Trevor, Jared's like a welding engineer, uh, just a, a big mechanical brain type of dude. And Trevor's like a wine sommelier and like a beer. He was a beer rep for years. And um, he's just like a, he has a good palate for recipes and stuff. So they're a good duo of like the, the mechanics and then Trevor, the the arty shit. And then they called on me to, to design it. And Jared was like, we're going to call it Hearted. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, okay. Um, and I laughed. I loved it. But I was also like, okay, well, that, that, that's cute. You know, like, I'll, of course I'll do anything, you know? And it was like slow starting, but 
Um, I vividly remember thinking this was hilarious when I was like, um, I was like, I think Trevor told me this. Like, he was like, yeah, I told my wife we we're going to call it how farted. And she was like, you can't do that. And he was like, yeah, watch me. <laughs> and like, just like that conviction to like a stupid joke makes me love it so much. And just like, um, I think that in general is like my, my selling point for the brand period of just like, whether you, whether you like it or not, like, I think it's really respectable for dudes, like being really committed to their own idea. And like in such a world of just kind of like, um, just sort of, I'm not gonna say mediocrity, but I think beer is like, it's, there's, there's lots of craft breweries doing weird stuff and, and getting out there, but there's also just lots of like really, really safe, like something named after a street or like a building or something, or, you know, just like a crest logo and like pale ale and that's it, you know, and that's cool, but that doesn't really like describe much about the person brewing it or like say much about, it doesn't leave anybody that vulnerable. It's sort of like, okay, well you have this beer called whatever, you know, but I think I'm, I'm proud of those guys for taking a risk and being like, well, we're fucking idiots, so let's prove it, you know, and, like, yeah. we're fun, and this is why we're fun, and if you don't agree with it, that's cool, but if you do, like, come along for the ride, and then, like, and it wouldn't work if it was shit beer, but I think it's, like, really great what they're making, so it totally works, you know, uh, so I think I was really proud to come on, and, like, just seeing it grow has been awesome, and just to to represent it and draw what I get to draw is, like, it's it's been awesome, you know. Yeah, so, I think that yeah. that's yeah. That's one of the main reasons for the project is the idea to me. I mean, I never met you mm-hmm. or any of the guys at the brewery, but to me, there's mm-hmm. a there's a vibe that I was curious about. There's something that you know, you could, if you put you know, it, maybe maybe it's crazy, but maybe it wouldn't taste as good if it didn't have the you know the artwork on the can or, or that vibe to it. Sure, you know, yeah. A blind taste yeah. test. You like, oh, it's good beer, but then like, yeah. you know, to me, it's like. I mean, obviously, brewing beer is like science. You know, it's very, mm-hmm. and that's the part of time when you know they say work hard, play hard, right? It's that's the time you have to be super serious. You know, if you're off by this, by that, you know, you could ruin a whole batch of beer. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But then, <laughs> what, what you do with that has a whole nother, you know, to me. So I think it's really been, really been interesting. And yeah, I mean, I think that it, you know, it, and if you follow Tom's Instagram, you know, I think you enjoy life and you, you know you have fun. And you don't take yourself you know, too seriously, but, you know, your artwork, you know, speaks mm-hmm. for itself. And that, that to me is, it, it you know, your artwork I mean, is a, it's an extension of the beer. You know, I think it's another sense of cool, the yeah. beer. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. It's, I mean, I feel like I was saying, like to be able to collaborate with, well, one, they're my, they're my family. You know what I mean? It's like, it's awesome how we, we connect where we kind of all think the same and we have the same idea of what's fun or funny or like good. So that's like a no brainer or it's just like such a dream to be like, Whoa, wait, you get to, to make a living with your best friends doing a really fun project. Like I, I'm super grateful for that. And I think that's what more than anything like resume wise or anything I've ever done. I'm more just like, Oh, Whoa, I like landed this. This is amazing. And I'm so proud of them for like one like, I mean, they quit their like day jobs for this shit to, and like really made it work, which is so risky. And like they have families and stuff, and like they're yeah. they're really, really like 
grinding, you know, so it's not, it didn't come easy, even though it looks like they're just like fucking off, you know, <laughs> like, like we all are probably, but it's like, well, no, they really like took a risk and like backed it up. So I think it's, it's, yeah, I take great pride in being a part of it. And it's, yeah, it's been like, it's trip, you know, <laughs> like what they, I think what they can't like, and just like that attitude of like somebody's wife being like, uh, you can't do that. And he's like, watch me, you know, like where it's, and she has the right to say that too. She's like, yeah, we're right. family. And that's, crazy. that's, yeah, that's, you that's know, the so best part of it. Think, yeah. It's like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to make beer. And then the beer yeah. might be good, but I'm going to go to the next level and give it a name that might pe- might have people thinking that I'm an idiot. Like, all right. Yeah, honey. for sure. And I, I think, I think that they like entrusted me to do that too. Like, um, I think it started to click for me. They made this beer called Mom Jeans. And I was like, Mom Jeans? I mean, it's fucking yeah. funny for a beer name, but I sort of think it's sort of like, we've all heard that. Like, it seems like it's Saturday Night Live bit like five years ago. Or, you know, like it's, yeah. it seems like it's past day. And we did this probably like three years ago or something. But, <laughs> but I remember Trevor approaching me with like, we're going to do this Mom Jeans. It's a double milk stout. <laughs> like, well, one that's fucking kind of stupid, but it's also hilarious. Um, as a beer, it is really a great name, whatever. But it's also, I was sort of like, is this too dumb? Like, is this, are we above this or whatever? And then I started riffing on a drawing and I kind of came up with this like Sarah Connor, like uh, Terminator idea of this like really funny looking woman. But she's also really fierce and really tough. And she's kind of carrying this like dying baby that could become the Terminator. And she has like a ray gun. And I don't really expect that many people to get that, but like, in my intention, it was sort of like, no, this is sort of empowering. And this is like, go ahead, mom, like take, you're going to, you're going to save the universe. And like, and maybe nobody will get that. Maybe people will be like, oh, that's a funny name. And look at her. She's got, huh? You know, like, or what if she's got a braided belt, like whatever it is. Like, I guess, I think when we did that, I started to realize like, oh, this is clicking. Like this, this is, this is cool. Like I can take their concepts and put my concept on it and, whatever spin we get, we get. And, um, and it doesn't have to be spelled out and maybe it never is spelled right. But, um, I like how it's spelled, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's a good example because I looked at that one. I thought it was funny in and of itself, but then to think, Oh, yeah, I just pulled it up that the Sarah Connor and that whole, like, yeah, Yeah. it's, I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it. I, I interviewed, uh, Craig Gilbert, who does, uh, he did the Gandhi bot one, which was famous, infamous, depending on what year you're talking about. And he was just like, we're mm-hmm. doing an Indian pale ale, and who's the most badass Indian, you know, Gandhi. And then he's like, mm-hmm. what makes, what makes, what makes anything better when it's like a robot version of that? He's like, so that's where we came up with the name. And he's yeah. like, you know, and so it's just, it's just kind of, that's been one of my favorite yeah. things. That's great. Cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. So, what what is the the process? I mean, you said you're all. I, I think in the last probably year, you're putting there, there's new or more beers coming out uh, regularly. So, how is that process from a creative standpoint? Is it um, they send you a I bunch of it, names or? Yeah, Trevor's like the Trevor's the the Don. Trevor's the boss. Trevor's the any. I love. <laughs> I love. Uh, he's like so entitled he's so good at it like he's so if anybody suggests something he's so quick to be just like shut the fuck up that's how we're doing it it's going to be called like 
does anybody knock anymore? Or like some like ridiculous thing. They're like, Oh wait, that is funny. You know, like what, um, it's going to be called zipper ripper, you know, or just like, yeah. what? like, where are these coming from? And there's like millions. And, and before that, I mean, Trevor used to be in bands all the times. And it was like, I always said you should write jingles because he would come up with like, just such epic songs that were just like, it would sound like a deodorant commercial or something where it was like, whatever he was talking about, it was usually like something funny, sexual or just partying would have such a weird hook that worked so well. That was so like, you'd hear it once and remember it all day long and just be singing it and be so stupid, but so good. Um, so the idea that he's naming these beers left and right, like is perfect. And so the, the process is usually he'll come up with a name. I'm sure he's got a big batch of them stored away, but it'll also be just like, he'll come with it in a second and text me like, all right, we're doing this and get, get working on it or whatever. So, um, Usually he'll come up with a name and we will riff on it. I'll, I'll sometimes like the milk, the mom jeans one. I just went for it, but sometimes I'll be stuck and be like, well, what, what the fuck does this even mean? Or like, does this, uh, what is this? What's the reference or, you know, like, or, or is this weird? Um, so sometimes I'll get, I'll get some back and forth with him. Sometimes I'll just do it blind. Like I'll just take what he says and, make my impression of it sometimes he's like hey i kind of think it should be this way blah 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 so it's it's always a little different but it's usually and sometimes there's been a few names that i've come up with but usually it's all him um but um yeah so it's it's essentially he comes up with a name has a beer in mind and then uh i illustrate whatever i kind of think that name sounds like or whatever and then yeah um, all right so which ones are which um, ones do you yeah. which one do you claim which names are you claiming um i think i was responsible for most of the minotaur which is the, the flagship which is the most important the best yeah um, right you kind of just quit smartest, right there like oh it's our flagship smartest name. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i pretty much won they got the they got the name the half hearted name but i got the no, I got I did that, which I am proud of. Most of the mentor has a good ring to it. Um and it's um I coined Dance in the Ruins, which is a blue oyster cult song. Um which I think I think they were gonna call it something else and I was like, I really think it should be Dancing in the Ruins. Um which just sounds good, you know. Um Yeah. I think I think we might argue about this, but I think I coined Rollerblade, which is the one with like the girl on top of the rollerblades. Um, we'll do we'll do a follow up. Have you guys? I just have you guys live debate that one. We'll get this. We'll yeah, have him it. come back and be like, he doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but uh, everybody wants song. But, Is that you? No, I mean that's Van Halen's song, and that's right, clearly him. But, but um, but the artwork. He actually, right? I drew yeah. those. I drew those burger. I mean, those burgers are clearly like an amazing piece of art from Better Off Dead that I re reformatted a little bit into a little bit more Van Halen ish but um i think i had that those burger that burger drawing and he he um he said we're gonna call beer everybody wants some and then i was like um i was like well how about this and it it worked out great um and then he did he did a collaboration with i think it's called against the grain um, yeah i was gonna ask about that with uh yeah that 
Robbie Davis over there. Uh, um, that I didn't do the artwork for, and I was, and I never, I think I never, I never knew about it because I didn't really need to, and I'm not in Ohio seeing it. So I asked him once, and I was like, "What's what was it called anyway?" And he's like, "Clearly everybody wants some," and I was like, "That's fucking so smart. Like clearly everybody wants some." So um, yeah, I didn't do that one, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've reached out to the guy who does their art, and okay. yeah, I definitely I definitely could see how that collaboration was. You know, they're they're definitely they don't take themselves it seems like too seriously with their artwork. They have one. That's have what, to, yeah, it seems yeah. like they they've all partied together, and I've heard good things of those dudes, and they seem like they're in our they're in our wheelhouse. In your wheelhouse, yeah. yeah. They do have one which I have to the brown note. I mean, it's everyone knows that from music, but it's <laughs> like it's 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 not wow. a it's not something you bring to the the thanksgiving uh beer share at the house that is daring yeah that's fucking cool wow all right yeah yeah i'll wow. send you a link yeah yeah nice. um, and yeah it's yeah. funny i mean i think i think it's it's a slippery slope getting too jokey or too like ridiculous with anything with music with like fart jokes with this or that but i think like um wait what's my point i think it's if done carefully it can be very impactful and it's also like if it's really good and well done, you just sort of forget about like the outrageousness and you're just like, Oh wow, this is great. And I think that with anything with, with music, with, with food, with artwork, with whatever. Um, I think like the, the fear is being put in a box of like, Oh, they're this joke band or they're this joke brewery or they're this joke like thing where it's like drinking beer is like really fun and you laugh a lot and you have a good time and you're telling jokes and like you're, you're, slagging your friends or whatever like why would you be all uptight and like samuel adams like about it you know like whatever like uh you know like and i think that's cool too like i of course love all kinds of beers but i think it's it's silly to think that like we're drinking beer like in like knights costumes like with a crest and like like it's a sacred honor or something like no yeah, we're just yeah. like fucking around the tight asses yeah right it's like yeah, like quitting time comes and I'm like trying yeah, trying to get out of my monkey suit and you know Yeah. What's what's on the on the door of the fridge, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so I think that the idea that being funny about it is weird is kinda of weird to me. You know, I'm like, why wouldn't you want to have fun with this? You know, like why wouldn't you want to look at a label and like be amused? Right. And I, like, I think some people just like or... yeah, and some people are really shitty at it, like I think, you know, and they try to it's like, Okay, I get the joke. It's like the guy like just yeah. goes on. It's like, dude, we got you like 20 minutes ago. Let it go. And it's like the sure. same yeah. kind of going that same wheelhouse over and over again. I, I love all the musicians, you know, the the recent one with Hall and & Oates and, you know, nice. you, know, yeah. you know, the South cool. of 11, you know, that, that's definitely, you know, nice. and, yeah. and all, you know, all there's, if you, there, and I, I think that to be funny, it's not always like, hey, this is a dick. It's like, you have to kind of get to it, you know, and like, I think it's, <laughs> you know. That's how yeah. I, like, I think this, you can say, and there's, that's the beauty of the English language. You know, you can say the same thing and we can all say it differently, but if you can do it but in a way that's like, hey, oh. this, hey, this is a dick is a pretty good beer title. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A collab. Yeah. We are a collab. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or not subtle. Yeah. Not subtle dick joke. You know, it's like, there you go. Yes. There's a dick. Right. Um, yeah. Right. I, you never want to be too throw it out there. You want to hold a couple cards and you want to, you want to keep your vibe. You want to keep your, um. Uh, you want to keep the things you love represented in, uh, I don't know. I think we have the three of us, the four of us, whoever we are, we 
come from a lot of cool stuff. We have good interests. We have a lot of loves. So, like it's, I credit all that, you know, so I'm sort of like, well, this is just me like letting that out, like talking about like the better off dead movie on a mountain and cocaine. Like it's all just funny stuff that like, it's already there that I'm just sort of palating the way I like it. And if somebody else can like enjoy that, that's awesome. You know, like, and it's not really spelled out to anybody, but it's like, um, it's, Oh, you know what? There's a beer called uh, Miracle Toast. Miracle Toast. That Trevor was really excited about the idea of like Jesus being seen in like pieces of toast. Um, and I think it was right. I was working on it the day Prince died, and I was going to draw Prince's face in toast. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I I love this man too much for that. Like, I don't. I feel like it's almost. I don't like it's almost too exploitive, sacrilegious, or yeah. Something exploitive, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't feel right, like, to draw him on it, even though he is like Jesus. But I was like, well, let's flip it. Like, how about we put, like, some goblin, like, devil guy on on the milk toast and instead of Jesus, like, a, a, a devil. And then have a spaceship with a toaster and, like, uh, sort of miracles. And I think that was the one the guy, like, didn't get. And I was just like, this is just cool shit, man. Like, what's there to, you know, like, it's fun yeah. to look at rainbows and, and the devil on toast like it's for me that's just fun to look at if it's not for you that's not for you but and if you want i would love for somebody to like explain it for me that's that's be my guest you know but yeah um, i think i like, want to put yeah. that out there yeah i, I like I the I, I like what i get for it's that it's not always like a uh like a linear like a black or white type thing it's not you know that's sure Sometimes it's just like these colors look good or this picture look good together. And then occasionally it's got a story to it. And, but yeah, if you have, you also, you're not a writer. Well, that's kind of the, some, some of the point of art is to tell a story without having to write it out. Yeah. And sure. so, but yeah, that's the one thing about these breweries that I've come to like that I can't get access to. And they have these like special releases and stuff. It's like, Oh, that would mm -hmm. be good. It's like, I'm not going to get that. I'm like, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was actually, yeah, I was in, Maine this summer in like this tiny ass town in Maine and I go into a mm -hmm. local brew, brew place and like they had uh, every, um, they had yeah they had hoof there they had like two or three different cans of I was like what's going on? I'm like how is that possible and amazing. I think yeah. yeah it was amazing it was it was just I, yeah I bought a couple back to the you know to the cabin I was, I was psyched it was mm -hmm. everybody wants some I'm not sure which I also yeah. like about that too is that it's a recurring, but it's the different, you know, the different hops, which I think is, it's a, yeah. I, I like stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's fun that they, that it's not, I mean, I guess it's fun for them, I'm sure too, where they're just like, this is going to change. It's not going to be the same batch every time, but if you like what we do, it's almost like a record label. It's like, if you like Matador, you're probably gonna like most of the bands on it. Just trust us, you know? Right. Um, where it's like if you don't, if you just want the same thing every time, like at Sierra Nevada or whatever. Um, but yeah, they're that's funny. They they have like a weird distribution in Maine. Yeah, and nowhere it else. Make, like, yeah, it didn't make any sense. Like, I like did some legwork work, yeah. and it was like this guy, and but yeah, I was like, okay, like I'm literally in this town where like if I go down this one street, I can't get Wi-Fi. Like my phone doesn't work for like you know, <laughs> but I can get this that's random amazing. this brewery that I love. You know, I'm like, all right, yeah. And it was like a yeah. gas station slash like nice food place slash like brew pub. They had like twenty beers on tap, sure. like. But yeah, it was like, 
if you're looking at it from the outside, you're like, oh, it's a gas station. Like I could buy some Pall Malls and you know, and be on my way. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey. Wow, that's great. It, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. That's exactly. Perfect. This is perfect. The universe worked it out and uh, made made my vacation a lot better. So I'm not going to complain. That's great. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so what do you work? What's what's on tap now? What are you working on now? Um, they they started a brew pub about a year ago, and um, like right around now they they opened it um in Columbus. They've always had a brewery. Well, they've had it for like three or four years. A brewery, like a little bit outside of the city, um, and they started a brew pub in Columbus. Or maybe that's what you said you were trying to go to. That's not around. Yeah, I was trying um, to go to. Yeah, no, I think it's. Yeah, that's what I was trying yeah, to check out. They're, at, they're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, but they're we're celebrating the first year anniversary, so we're trying to do this ripping party for it. Um, so I've just been working on the promo for that, and they're going to drop that beer I was just talking about called Key Bump Triple IPA that I think will be pretty special because people seem to like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So make sure there's yeah. Make sure there's that. an Uber. Make sure there's an Uber code with that one, because man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a be- yeah. that's a rough part with those beers. They like taste so good, and you're like, oh, that was limber percent. Yeah. You're like, it's it's a commitment I just mm-hmm. made for the night. Yeah, I just shit my pants. Yeah, it, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. There's <laughs> fucking Uber code on the on the beer. Um, they uh, yeah, so they're. We're doing that, and I'm going to come down and um, put together like an art show for it. Of just, I'm doing some screen prints, like limited edition, like screen prints of of beer related stuff that I've done that I've never really sold before. That'll be fun um, in conjunction with the party, and then DJ it, and uh, oh, nice. hopefully just have a ripping time. And it'll be it'll be good. So just working on the promotion for that, and um, doing stuff with my band, and uh, what else? I think. Yeah, I think Kofi's got me busy enough. Um, yeah, well, if you record that uh, that playlist, I'd like to, you know, if I don't, I don't know how you're you're on the on the DJ aspect, but I would love to I love to get a copy of that playlist. We could even feature that. Oh, cool! We'll yeah, the article up. Yeah, I should um I should do that. I've been I've been working on uh, I got a new sort of receiver. And I'm trying to figure out how to <clears throat> every time I record stuff, it sounds terrible. But I I want to make a SoundCloud where it's it is just like mixes that that are fun. Um, yeah, let me know. I, I, I'll yeah, I, I, f- I figured out how to make my. I'm using one of those you know, USB mics and figured out how to do that. So if mm-hmm. I can help, if I can help nice. in any way, it's it's oh, cool. sound. Yeah, it's come out pretty good. You know, it's it, yeah. I found some software that read right into. We you know, I use Skype and it's been pretty. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty solid. The the face to face. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what I should. I should just send it all. I I use all vinyl turntables, and I'm going. Through, I think I'm just so old school that I just want to like record it to a cassette tape, or I just do. I don't think I do, but um, it sounds like shit. So maybe it's probably going to go on the computer anyway. So maybe I should just skip that all together and just go through a like yeah, or do, or do both. You know, I, I always liked uh, yeah. a lot of the bands I listen to, like you know the Matrix mix. They'll have the the you know, they'll use an audience mic and they'll bleed it over with the, the multi-track to kind of get the the warmth of the room, but still, you know, the mm-hmm. clarity, so. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, All right. Yeah, well, well, if, yeah let, if, let's uh, if, if I can, I'll plug my, um, my band's called Fabergé, and the, there's a band camp of our first record that just came out. Um, All right, cool. If anybody wants to listen to that, it's called 
Fabergé, like a Fabergé egg, S-A-B-E-R-G-E-G-E dot bandcamp.com. It's like a record. So if anybody wants to check that yeah, out. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll get um, that when we, get, we go offline. I'll have, all, I'll have all that plugged up on your stuff. And if there's, Decent. you know, if we can embed, you know, some audio into the interview post, that'd be, that's totally fine. That's the only problem with like cool. pun, pun names is, there's always like a, a unique spelling. It's like, oh, the, the R is silent and there's three S's. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you talking we about? We have those little things over the E's too, but uh, whatever that hyphen thing of is. Of course you um, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of it's fitting, really, right? It's, yeah. it's the hard aesthetic. It's like, yeah, we, we want to be committed to this like ridiculousness because it's awesome and it's going to turn a lot of people away and people are going to see it and be like, I don't want to read that. But I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to be called the the sit-ups or whatever you know like yeah right, something yeah, yeah. that's easy and agreeable like i'd rather like limit myself in an awesome way than i don't know make it bland in a different way it's hard to do i don't know gun names are tough but we decided on fabric i like it i like no um, so, yeah. i like it it's you know I, before you even play a note now hopefully it's not shit i mean that would really bum me out but yeah. i mean at least the name sure, puts yeah. a smile on my face that's always a good yeah, you know, starting point. Cool. But when when you're yeah. in your studio, I mean, I have a pretty good sense of your musical taste just from your art. But what do you? Yeah. You know, what's your creative kind of go to? What do you love when you're when you're, you're drawing? Um, this morning I was on the Billy Ocean kick. Where I, I there's a band called OMD Orchestral Movements in the Dark, and I always think of them. I'm like, they didn't write a fucking bad song. That like, they have a couple like monster hits, like If You Leave and uh secret uh and all okay like I, ramones are my favorite band in the entire world so leave it at that or i mean, guess you know what <laughs> i don't know what my point is but i think i think of a band like omd and i'm like oh they're pretty good but then i listen to them I'm like no they're really good and they didn't write a bad song and i had the same feeling about billy ocean this morning where i was listening to billy ocean records suddenly and i'm like all these songs are like Carrier being Queen and Don't Gets Tough are all hits and they're great, but then like all the B sides are just like great songs too. And I guess I I forget that and like you know like bands like the Ramones I'm like oh they're my favorite band every song is amazing, but it's a fun thing to go back and be like oh no Billy Ocean like kills every song like it's it's such a warm good feeling thing that's not boring that is exactly what I want to hear. So this morning I had a good Billy O moment. Um, and just sharing that with you. Well, thank you. No, I, so, that's what I like because I yeah. used to, when you see my face, you'll get it, but I used to do radio. And so that was the cool thing. Mm. You know, I think when I go to, you know, go to my playlist, like my, my Spotify, mm. it's like, yeah, those ones you fall back to, which are good. Sure, but yeah. I, I love when it's, I, I'm in the, got to get out of your comfort zone, but you know, you find a, a good sure. mix. And you're like, oh, oh, oh shit. And you just go down that crazy p- path, you know, which is yeah. always good. You know, if my wife takes over the music, it usually is more, you know, eclectic, and I, I always love that. Mm-hmm. Like a friend just shared, like yeah. a you know a great yacht rock you know p- uh, playlist, and it's awesome. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I would have put on yeah. half of these songs like searching for them, but it just put it had sure. a vibe to it. It made me wish it was warm out. It was great. Hmm. There's something about that too. When when you pick it, uh, I'll say this: it's almost like. Um, that guy Jared that uh, is part of Hearted. when I lived with him he'd always like we'd go get snacks and he'd always get the best like candy bars and I'd be like oh man how did you think you get a payday tonight or whatever <laughs> and like if I was in the store I wouldn't know what to get I would go to whatever my go to's 
And he would always have something different. I'd be like, man, I want what you got. And I think sometimes when somebody else is putting together a playlist or whatever, you're like, oh, I wouldn't think like, you know, I wouldn't think to put on that ELO song or whatever, but that's hitting me so good right now. Like, that's cool. Like, I think I've been going to more DJ nights of just like, like hip hop DJs. And that's been really fun where I'm like, oh man, like this, like songs that I've heard before, but then you hear it in a club and I think it's similar in a record store. Sometimes you hear stuff at a record store. I'm like, this sounds really good. Like, and it'll be a song that like, like a, a B-side DJ Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince song or something like I heard that in the club the other day and I was like this song kills like it's so good and mm-hmm. I've heard it before I have this record but I wouldn't think that this is when I just put it on myself like that it's decorated or whatever but sometimes it's cool hearing somebody else it's almost like you get their approval or you get their take on it and you're like oh wait this or seeing people react to it or something I don't know but that's fun and I think that that too about music is so exciting and just being like wow that's that's or see see band cover a song that you wouldn't think to cover and you're like Oh, I thought this was a shit song, but now I'm seeing them do it, and it's really great, you know. Um, yeah, or you're like, oh wait, someone kind of like, or they make it their own so much that you think it's their new original, and then you look up, do the research, <laughs> and you're like, oh, how did they get that? Sure. Out of, how did they get that out of yeah. that? It's like, oh right, cool. But, but yeah, cool. I, yeah. I love. I mean, that's what I love. Just there, have you seen? There's the great Netflix, uh, the Get Down. Have you seen that? No. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's a Netflix original show, but it kind of goes back to the that period of time between like the 70 you know seven the disco and then like the hip-hop and it's mm-hmm. it's supposedly like grandmaster flash is one of the kind of like backstory characters he's not at forefront but it's just that merging of like the r&b and the hip-hop you know like origin beats and with like taking mm-hmm. disco records and yeah it's, it's really yeah. great it's yeah it's really good it's i mean it has a it yeah it's cool and so that it was then that was cool because then folks would you know, around with that and you search get down on Spotify and people make their own get down playlist and you just kind of, all right, you know, you mm-hmm. get into the, get into yeah. that. Yeah. That's what I love that's about great, a good, yeah. a good set of music where even if they take the 30 seconds of the one song and the way they transition into another, it's on, it's like a good, mm-hmm. you know, hour long of a new song, which, which is great. Technology sure. is, is great yeah. in that way. Fucking cool. Yeah. Taste, taste makers. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now, nice. one cool, cool thing when, you know, the, with the, the beauty of the internet is I can, you know, be nosy and kind of dig into your life without you knowing about it. But I also noticed that your, your wife is also an artist. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. She's a stand-up comedian and, um, makes, uh, lots of videos and has a, has a bunch of things going on. And she just had an art, like a visual art show. So she makes fabric things and, um, sculptures and stuff. She's really great. Rose Luardo. Excellent. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we got a nice plug in there for that. I think that's cool. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. So she was in a band with me forever um, called Sweatheart that we did a lot of damage uh, years ago and stopped stopped doing the damage. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, had a good ride. Yeah, and you can you can see more about Sweatheart on uh, Tom Lesnar's website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I really uh, I look forward to checking out what's coming up for the year anniversary and. Um, you know, when I'm in Philly, I'll make sure to, to reach out. I really, I really appreciate it. I think that what you're doing is is unique. I think it's it's really great because you know, just talking to you is, you know, I guess I had hoped you know you you know, you'd have a a good sense of who you were, and I, I really enjoyed that. Like just kind of learning about you and your process, and it makes me appreciate yeah. you know Hoof and just in general. I think you know your 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 story is really 
it's it's inspiring i think for people i think you know i think it's not easy to take that leap to be an artist and that's one of the things i really have come to love doing this is just people who it's risky you know everyone has their kind of moments or their opportunities where it could have gone a different way you know and you could you, know, you could still be in columbus or not well you'd be the, the brewery yeah. so that's kind of a bad example but you know still sling, <laughs> still sling yeah. pizzas or something but you know it's you know it's not Thanks, art, man. Yeah. yeah art is not a yeah. do x you art is not an x you get y out of it and so i find that you know, with a band, at least you have a gig, you know, you have a song, but sometimes with, mm-hmm. with your know, creative, it's, you know, there's, it doesn't always have a, uh, equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, and again, yeah, that's what I think is so inspiring about those dudes that they just took the plunge and were like, this is more important to put love into something we're doing than like have these jobs that are secure, but they're not very loving, not loving me back or whatever. So, right, right. It's that, yeah, it's, it's, that it's that theological idea of what is actual, you know, fulfillment and and happiness. You know, it's yeah. it's nice. But yeah, one thing which and I uh, when I interviewed uh, uh, a woman Jess Graham from the Alchemist, and she said you know, I asked her about how her process was, and she said to me that mm-hmm. she's really just kind of like a you know a catalyst or helping to bring the art of the beer to life and she's just a part of that and that's kind of how i think of it you know you you have a very important role and to be, you know i can say i probably may never have had the beer if it wasn't for your art and you know i think mm. that's interesting you know that's how oh, I, yeah. Kind of, yeah which you know you're not you're not your art's not liquid but you know it, it drew me in and i was like oh let me get a couple of those and try this out and so so thank you for that Sure. I wonder how many people saw side pipe and will be like, I will not be drinking that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. On the flip side. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Yeah. I hope. But hey. I mean, yeah. I think the label really does matter. It's, I think of the same thing with the skateboard graphic or anything I've ever done. It's like if you're gonna do it, man. Make it. Make it really matter. Make people happy. You know, make yourself happy. So. Yeah, there's if a I reason there's that, yeah there's great. a reason there's what like you know you can get that big box of crayons that has 256 colors right you know, there's not it's just not yeah. black and white so if if you can yeah man cool well thanks AJ nice talking to you yeah you have a great day and like I said thanks for thanks for what you're putting out there okay appreciate it man take it easy All right, cheers have, have a good weekend cool you too later and there we have it the definitive. Tom Lesnar interview. Hope you enjoyed that one as much as we did. I really like Tom's stories. I think he really is just a, a good nature about him. It resonates through and speaking with him. That was the first time we ever spoke. And I just like just hearing the history, how he comes to work with the guys, some of the backstory in his art. And just to, like I said, I, I keep repeating it. His love of music, that gets me every time. The reason we're back here at the 16-ounce canvas, going back as I'll probably continue to mention over and over throughout the podcast, is the years of experience I had doing radio. And music is just something that's really important to me. My friends and family, it's kind of one of the, the fibers of just kind of who you are as people. And I, I love good music. I always think of music where I am, always trying to be introduced to new artists. And I think that was something that helped you know me connect with Tom and speak with him. It's 
something I know, something I love, something that's always been there for me, and I think music always does you right. So I think that's really important. We try to add a little bit of music, a flair, you know, to each episode with the backdrops. You know, in this episode, we feature, you know, some of Tom's favorites, OMD, The Ramones, and then his own band, Fabric JJ. But you are listening to the 16-ounce canvas. I am AJ. I want to thank you. We're going to wrap up episode six here, get the full, full six-pack package and send it off to the gallery of iTunes. Remember, if you get a chance to, please leave us a review. Hopefully, it's a positive one. Hopefully, you're digging the show. And if you can, tell a friend, whether it's an art lover, an entrepreneur, beer, beer geek, or maybe, maybe your family friend. Hello. Whatever it is, we do appreciate it. We do appreciate you taking the time to join us. We are here each and every week. This is episode six of many. Every Tuesday, we'll have the visual kind of text, a bridge version of these interviews so you can see some of the artists' imagery, the labels, see their their mugs, and just learn a little bit more about the artists from a visual standpoint so then you get the full Kinkibutal on Friday. Kinkibutal. That's one of the things when doing these vocal pieces in between the, the interviews is deciding which amount of ridiculousness I should keep in there. But we decided to keep that one in there. If you, you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, then you're taking yourself too seriously. But I want to thank you once again for checking this out. We're going to preview episode seven featuring the art director for The Alchemist, Jess Graham. This is exciting because this is one of the first, this was the first actually in-person interviews that we did here. So it was really great to feature Jess great energy she was a wonderful host at the alchemist it was really a great experience thank you once again for listening we'll see you next week episode six is in the books cheers my friends and now a preview of episode seven featuring jess graham art director for the alchemist Silo and, and the larger which was the first mural to me seems like i mean obviously i'm not an artist at all so it's intense and overwhelming. How, how is that your, your first mural or even the silo? It just seems like such a massive canvas. Was, was mm-hmm. that, were you comfortable doing that? Did you, or did you just kind of go with it and see what came out of it? With the silo? Yeah. Oh, it was really intimidated. I had it all, you know, with any, any mural, it's all planned out and I probably did 30 drawings or designs for Jen and John before we settled on that design. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I had a 13 by 19 sheet of paper and after the first day I went and laminated it, which was really smart. Um, <laughs> it's getting really beat up. Um, and I had all the, the silo is, um, it's wrapped obviously a cylinder, but it's made up of, um, panels. I can't remember. I think they're, I mean, you'd think I would know, 18 inches wide by several feet tall. So, you know, I had the design all gridded out, but I think, you know, it's like day one and, and, and you're trying to plot the first point on this massive thing and you're, um, you're driving a cherry picker um, around, which you've never done, and this whole place is a work, a work zone, and it's a bunch of dudes and hard hats who who all know how to drive this thing and you just had one lesson and you're 
in the middle of the driveway, in the way of everyone in the delivery vehicles, and you're uh, as high up in the air as you're comfortable, and you like pause for a second because this is me. I'm like gonna lose my breakfast because the thing starts swaying, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm so scared. 